reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Finally, welcome to another edition of Doing the Favor Podcast. I am your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. With me as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double H, the Husky Heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and my tag team partner in PHPW Wrestling. Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. I um, obviously took a little break. Um, I was, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Your boy needed a little bit of a mental break. Uh, my Lily's going through kind of a tough phase where she's not sleeping. She's throwing fits in the evenings. We've sat down to do this, and it's just noise. <laughs> we and I've talked to Barry, and we Facetimed as it was happening. And it's just. There's no way I could do a podcast with that going on. So, but I was determined to get it done today. It seems like we're on track to get it finished, and you know, I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah, we're on pace, and and I'm excited. I think my, am I coming through loud? You're coming through loud and clear, homie. Okay, because in my in my speakers there, I was like, okay, like I'm 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 here now, you know. But yeah, I'm excited, man. It's uh. It's been a good week, refreshed, got to uh, have my heart broke this weekend, you know, we'll get into that, I'm sure, but a lot of exciting stuff in the world of wrestling. You know, this is going to be one of our more difficult shows we've ever done. I'm just going to start off by saying that, right? We've actually uh, got requested to do this show on the dark side of the ring, the plane ride from hell. And first off, those that reached out asking like where our show was, if we were okay, da, 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 we really appreciate that. I'm all good. Everybody's all good. Sometimes life just happens, but we appreciate it. We're happy to be here. With that said, we also got asked, are we going to discuss the dark side of the ring? Now, we are a podcast that we appreciate the history of professional wrestling. We always have. And there's certain individuals, obviously, that like any other wrestling fans, we have our favorites. And, you know. WCW fans, ECW fans, right here. And two of our favorites really came out smelling like turds on this uh, dark side of the ring playing right from Hellberry. So basically what it was, I was everyone's heard if you're listening to this, you've heard the story, you've probably watched the episode. I don't need to sum it up too much, but stories that we've heard that I feel like nothing was new, but when you hear it come from the victim alleged victim whatever you want to call it i'm gonna say victim in this scenario it it hits different the actions and antics of rick flair is somebody something that wrestling fans even a lot of the ones that are angry including myself i'm not going to speak for anybody else i've just kind of laughed at and whatever you know that's that's nature that's nature nature around and then but you know that wasn't my wife that had to come home to me after experiencing that. Yeah, that wasn't my daughter. That wasn't anyone in my family that was forced to look at 
look at that and possibly be forced to touch it. And there is a lot, lot, lot to unpack from this episode, Barry. Yeah, this was uh, definitely one of the one of the more, I guess, make up your own mind on what actually happened. You know, like he say, she say. Uh, just real weird, but Scott Hall came out looking terrible. Rick Flair came out looking terrible. It's like, man, what do you? Tommy when, Dreamer of all people came out looking terrible for his opinion on the situation. And and again, it's I think they said it in the beginning. There is this would be weird to anybody but wrestlers. Right. Like this they sideshow carniacs, all that shit. But it's like, man, like is how can you let that be normal? You know what exactly. I mean? Like like that's I I get the rest you're on the road, you're fucking grinding, you're you're getting out you're flying home from a fucking, you know, seven, eight hour fucking plane ride. I I get that, but you know, you're you're doing pills, you're fucking you go through three alcohol carts before you fly. I mean, man. And and your boss is on fucking board. Not just your boss, but your boss's wife as well. And you feel it's okay to fucking act like that. So to the younger kids. I guess our younger listeners that they kind of don't go back that far. Like wrestling was, there's been several changes, several events that have happened where wrestling's changed to kind of go with society. You know what I mean? Like the steroid scandal wrestling changed a little bit. The attitude area wrestling changed a little bit. You, you just go through these ebbs and flows and it's just like all that shit was normal and it doesn't like sexual assault isn't normal fucking you know being all up on someone that's not normal you know tying a balloon around your dick walking around an airplane that's not normal you know walking around this ain't the 80s and all that bullshit you're not on jim crockett's jet you know what i mean you're on a fucking rented private plane with people that are just trying to make a fucking living and getting treated pretty fucking bad. You know what I mean? They're used to dealing with high profile talent. Apparently they, the sons and other teams like that flew with the, this company now you have a group of fucking big wrestlers that are like, yeah, fuck it. We'll do whatever we want. And it was uh, it was a wild fucking episode. Like I said, a lot to unpack. Something that I got out of this episode was. Uh, <laughs> I think the wrestling industry pretty much failed Terry Reynolds. Yeah. I don't know if the wrestling industry failed her or her lack of speaking up don't don't no sell that 
that's a very, very, very thin, cracked line you're walking down there, though. Because you're, you're assuming that it's easy to speak up. No, I'm not saying for – I get the, the spot she's in because let's just keep it 100. She probably would have got fired. Let's – and I'm just – and I get why she didn't. But you know wrestling, I know wrestling. If she says something, you're fucking gone. Right, and this you're wouldn't gonna... be the first. This wouldn't be the first time. I'm sure. I don't. I'm sure she does. I don't know what she views herself as, but this wouldn't be the first time a victim would normalize yes. the behavior for the sake of their existence. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's she, wrong. That's and she terrible. she spoke that. We're also going to see that we're going to see a lot of that this week, too, with the Chris Canyon episode, by the way. Yeah. We're suppressing your feelings for the sake of your existence. Yeah. We're going to and a lot of these. And I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of guys come out looking like shit on this week, this week's episode, too. That's going to happen again. So I'm not. I can see. Someone who is uneducated. I'm not saying you're uneducated, not you, but someone who is not familiar with that kind of thing suggests like well she, it was okay because she didn't get mad appearing wise but you know being told to not sell it and things like that that's that's fucking sad that's, also, what, that's was, what i was getting at was her her being told to don't right. sell it or they'll keep fucking with you don't right. sell. they normalized they normalized and trained her thought that that's okay and this and this flight attendant that we saw in this dark side of the ring episode the one thing that I guess wasn't lost on me, I guess, was uh, she was told by another flight attendant to do this, to go yes. ahead with the. So there's a whole other set of stories we haven't even heard nope. from a whole other woman. You know what I mean? And that's also we didn't they didn't talk about the uh, Kurt Angle Vince McMahon wrestling match. Yep. that they didn't they didn't touch on that. Um, I'm sure there's lots of other things I mean, they could have touched on that they didn't. I guess RVD's backtracking on some of the things that he said now, and yep. Ric Flair's accusing him of going to his character, and Ric Flair's also going with the guy who made the 30 for 30, and it's just, it sounds like Ric Flair's in fucking panic mode, and his mind, I'm sure, and his, I'm sure that his toxic masculinity, frat, slash fragile ego, slash sense of entitlement, he thinks he did nothing wrong. Yeah, and again, because that was not he got away with it for so right. fucking long because it was it was embedded okay. in him that it wasn't wrong that's just nate's being nate we should all be yeah. just cool with looking at someone's dick that triple h if you remember flair's hall of fame speech uh flair when he got inducted triple h talks about the first time he met flair was flair having a, a balloon tied to his dick and walked into a hotel bar mm-hmm. go back and watch it it's on there so that's, I mean, if you're in a bar, if you're at the fucking, the Ritz Carlton, you know, one of these rich fucking people, uh, hotels and the Nate walks in with a balloon tied to his dick and you're in there with the marketing director. I don't think you're going to sit there and go, that's okay. It's going to be like, Hey motherfucker, what the fuck? Or, or there's a, the issue of. Rick Flair using his position in life to act like this because and, abu- and abusing that privilege because not because if me or you do that, 
we're going to jail. So, and, and I do the, and because this has happened with other sports celebrities and other things like that, I go case by case and what you know of that, this is common theme for Ric Flair. Yes. There isn't a person alive, and this is my personal opinion, I don't care fucking who don't like it, whatever, Kobe Bryant. There's not a person alive that can make me think that Kobe Bryant raped that white girl in Utah. There's there's not a person alive that can make me think that. There's only one person alive that knows whether or not that happened. I know there's other things, and you can go down a long road. He said, she said, stuff that came out after, right. um, victim shaming stuff, things like that. You know what I mean? That I don't want right. to get into. No. But. I'm just saying case by case, and Flair has a history. He might not have a history of raping people, okay? And this lady didn't say he tried to rape her or anything like that, but he's got a history of walking around fucking places he shouldn't be naked uh and some women might like that listen some women might be like oh my god it's rick flair blah blah but there's some women they're like whoa motherfucker like back up i don't know you like people out and for tommy dreamer i'm sorry i I gotta go in this a little bit here his attitude towards the whole thing embodied a lot of people's attitude which enabled the behavior nonchalant nonchalant very nonchalant about and for him to he, i mean the victim shaming at the end the eye rolling the she shouldn't have settled out if she wanted to go she should have went full extent of law like motherfucker you have no idea like what you're even talking about here you just don't want one of your buddies your heroes yada 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 you don't want that memory messed up in your mind that, i guess you got offended well guess what motherfucker inside that rustling bubble that you lived in for so long that's not the real world. Right. It's not. And when that real world crosses with that wrestling bubble, that's where you had fucking problems. And for you to defend the bubble and not go and not act against the behavior is fucked up to me. Fucked no. up. You know, and, and, and he gets and for that half ass weak ass apology he put out. Well, I just now realized you had to just now realize you're a grown ass fucking man. You had just now realized that was wrong because you got a backlash on social media. And I love Sean Ross, Sean Ross Sapp. I normally always do. I think he's one of the better insiders. I'll enjoy his writing. But he started to say things like, well, you know, you got to learn to forgive words to start. Now, fuck him. Fuck him. That, he should, no, he should just be gone. He, should, his, his, he had his time, his attitude, his views on things show they're not up to date with the real world. Therefore, he should be representing any company. And I wouldn't buy a ticket on any card he's on. That's just me. And, and he was basically cosplay Dusty Rhodes at this point anyway, so. Well, <laughs> and, and Flair, I think JR said it too, is because they asked, you know, why didn't Flair get in any trouble? And JR, he's, you know, so to speak, he's a made man. He So JR, in a sense, acknowledged that he did something wrong. Right. That, yes. you know, which JR said, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. He's a, it's Ric Flair. And, and to those outside the wrestling fucking bubble, you know, Ric Flair's God. Yeah. He's one of those, those guys that like JR said, he's a made man. He can do and no JR wrong. Also, and that's why he got away with it for so long. JR can also speak, speak out of both sides of his mouth a lot. 
Yes. So and so you know, the there's a there's the Dick there's the Dick Murdoch thing. Yeah. I, I believe it was Dick Murdoch and was, was Dick Murdoch in the KKK. I don't know. I don't know. I can't uh, say for sure he was in the KKK. Well, there's a wrestler. I want to say Dick Murdoch, but I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry to the Murdoch family. <laughs> if you guys are listening. Dirty but, Dick Murdoch, baby. But yeah. anyway, you know, Jim Ross talked about, you know, this man's a, a card-carrying member of the, of the KKK. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw proof. And then three seconds later, oh, but I love old Dickie. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of, it's that ingrained thinking that behavior's okay and you're going to separate certain things from your personal relationship and da 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 da. That stuff's slowly moving away because guess what? If you're in the KKK, you're a shitty person. If you think it's okay to flash strangers who are clearly uncomfortable and then proceed to push and push and push, guess what? You're a shitty person. And also, if you watch this behavior and you don't do anything about it and just chalk it up to Nate's being Nate, guess what? You're a shitty person. And also, if you go on camera and fucking scoff at the victim and roll your eyes and victim shame and all these other things, guess what? You're a shitty person. Your apology after the reaction of everybody else, you said that shit with your chest, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Yes. Which I said to you, you know, your he went and I'm getting worked up. <laughs> At fucking Olympic disqualifications coming up. <laughs> but, but, uh, the fucking, he compared sexual assault to having two ponytails. And I was like, yeah. That, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if that was a fucking good look there, brother. You know, calm down. But, like, you know, Flair, did you know Flair was in Puerto Rico when Bruiser Brody got murdered? I feel like I did. He wasn't. I feel like he said that. But he tells the story that he was there. Motherfucker, you were in the Carolinas defending the fucking NWA title. You were not fucking in Puerto Rico. And just the the shit that he says, you know what I mean? Like, I again, Flair's my, my guy. That's, you know, it's not a fucking secret. But again, when it comes to shit like this, it's like, dude, like in the ring, yeah, great, you're, you know, great, but don't, not everybody wants to see your dick do the helicopter. Not everybody, not every female wants you pressed up on them because you bought them a fucking drink. Not, you know, but to me, Scott Hall, and I'm just bringing Scott Hall into this here, was kind of, Worse because he he grabbed her, he undid her shirt, he licked her, he he got more physical with this girl, and I'm just like, I felt sorry for the fucking girl, like I wouldn't have fucking came out of the gal, I would have went and sat with the pot something, but then she would have had to walk through all these guys, and. Who knows what happens then? You know what I mean? Like, she hid in the galley for who knows how long, trying to stay away out, out of the way. I mean, it's just fucked up. And at the time, we didn't have the the social media outlets and Facebook and Twitter and all that shit. Or fucking, can you imagine? 
I mean, my like that being fresh out there. You have Kurt Henning, who you know him and Brock are play fighting on the fucking airplane, and fucking Kurt dies like three months later, six months later, he's dead. I mean, you have a lot of guys on that fucking plane with problems, with drug problems, with other issues, other alcohol abuse, whatever. And you put that all fucking into one airplane cabin and you fucking have a recipe for disaster. They got disaster. And that's what fucking happens. And and I'm saying your boss is there. Like Vince and Linda are on the fucking plane and you feel comfortable enough to do that shit. Like that's that to me says like a nut like what the fuck is going on with this company you know what i mean but then of course you know four five four years later you have the chris benoit and then wrestling changes again right so this was kind of that last fucking holy holy shit moment here where eh, you know Things got a little out of control. But that's our take on that. I think we uh, I think we summed it up pretty good. I tried to. Let's go on to some better news. <laughs> you ready for some better news? I feel like we need some better news. Man, we, we really just came back with a fucking vengeance right there. So. We <laughs> but this came out uh, yesterday. We were taping on, uh, what is it, Tuesday the 21st. This came out on September 20th. Uh, AEW and the Owen Hart Foundation enter into a relationship to honor world-renowned wrestler Owen Hart. This is a statement they put out. I'm sure everybody read it. I'm just going to sum it up really quick. Um, All Elite Wrestling and the Owen Hart Foundation, a nonprofit charity which provides a vast range of assistance and opportunities to individuals in need across the world, are collaborating to honor the legacy of late wrestler Owen Hart, a beloved figure in the wrestling community and beyond. This collaboration includes launching the annual Owen Hart Cup tournament within AEW, which will see the winner receive a cup known as the Owen, as well as the production and distribution of unique and original Owen Hart merchandise, including specified retail goods, as well as the upcoming AEW console video game. Wow, wow, wow. That is big news. That is the best news I've seen as far as figures go since I've been doing this. Yeah, that's that's huge. We weren't doing this whenever uh, Mattel announced Randy Savage. That was probably, I can only put myself in, that had to be very similar. I feel like Owen is a little more, I mean, this is this has been a long time coming. And shout out to uh, his wife, Dr. Martha Hart. She runs the Owen Hart Foundation. And again, they have a mission of providing global aid to at-risk communities, scholarships, housing, various forms of international assistance, food drives, backpack giveaways, and Christmas projects. It's, it's amazing. And shout out Tony Khan. Just another great thing he's done and gotten done. <clears throat> how how can you hate this fucking dude? I don't know. Like, like you you can't really fucking hate him because it's like Jesus. Like he just keeps doing shit that like if I won the lottery, man, I'd try this. And he fucking does it. You know what I mean? Like 
man, let's work with fucking, let's see if we can get Owen Hart's wife to come on board, which she stated she doesn't want anything to do with Vince. You know what I mean? Like, she got, she lost her fucking husband. She doesn't want them profiting off of this. Tony Khan doesn't need her money. You know what I mean? He doesn't need that. Like, let's fucking work together. Let's honor his legacy. And she's been down with that. Like, I think that's very cool. Wrestling fans deserve that. Mark Henry, I think Mark Henry was kind of, there's something there because Mark Henry, you've seen the episode, he fucking, uh, behind the scene, you know, dark mm-hmm. side of the ring. I bet Mark Henry was involved in this at some way because he was like a, him and Owen, I seemed close and crying. You know what I mean? Just like Mark Henry's one of the most genuine fucking people I've ever seen. Like, so I, I think he played a role in this and maybe it ain't out there. Maybe whatever. He doesn't want credit for that, but somewhere in my brain, he he's with this. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I'm first off, for him being the video game, for us to be able to buy the buy figures for the younger generation that came after us, like dudes in their twenties, I hope this makes them understand how like important he was in wrestling history and how good he was at the time and how he was I mean, he was about to explode, explode, explode. I believe, I always thought. You know, I know he had the blue blazer gimmick, whatever, but I thought that And I do think, too, this is, I mean, some of this is going to piss somebody off. If he were alive today and he was in his prime wrestling, he would be wrestling on Wednesday nights for Tony Khan. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with that. But other, and people don't realize, man, he was the Blue Blazer Mm -hmm. in, like, 88. And then... Kind of went on that little law, did his little WCW, you know, couple shows. Right. Came back with the Coco High Energy and did that. And then the New Foundation. And then in 1994, you fucking saw just like how fucking talented he was. The little brother in the shadow of Big Brother, who's WWF champ. He played that fucking role so masterful, like beautiful. And then when the Heart Foundation, remember the Heart Foundation and Austin feud, where Owen was like that last step before you got to Brett, mm-hmm. and he he injures Stone Cold, you know, on accident with the pile driver, and then they. They team him up with Jeff Jarrett, you know, Blackheart and all that. And then he's with Jeff Jarrett. And then they're, it's like they lost Owen Hart. And, like, we we got this. We don't know what to do with him. Let's let him be goofy and be the fucking Blue Blazer again. And then he, you know, he he passes away in, in tragic fashion. And that's an understatement. Dude, I when I went to uh I was driving to a cattle show and we went through there and I saw the fucking building and I was like that was literally the first thing I thought of. That's sad. And I was just like, man, there there's that fucking building. You know what? Just yeah. weird 
you know, because I relate shit to wrestling. It's just, <laughs> it's what I do. But it, for us old, you know, I'm not going to say older guys. I'm going to say middle, middle-aged, beautiful men that we are. Women. Uh, like, that, I mean, he was just a special person, like, I still, like, when that happened, I, I fucking was at work. Like, I, you know, it's one of those where you're, like, remember shit you were doing. Mm-hmm. So, he was just a special person. And 20, fuck, what, 20 years later, 22 years later, 21, whatever, he, people are still enamored by him. Yeah. And what he did for the industry. So, uh, that speaks to to the the person he was, not the the wrestler, the worker, the the person, and that and that's awesome. Real quick before we move on, to the next thing I want to get your take on something. Uh, Rick Steiner's son debuted in NXT 2.0. Uh, I can't remember his name before. I think it was Brockton Steiner, Rickton Steiner, something like that. Anyway, he debuted as Braun Breaker. With two Ks. And people are upset because he's not using the Steiner name. Uh, I don't know. And I'm just going to say real quick before you give your take. I don't know. Do the Steiners own the name Steiner? Um, I would think. I mean, you would That's think. The only, if, if there was an explanation to be had. That's other it. Than, other, other than. We want the intellectual property, which I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. But if there was an actual explanation, I, I would be willing to bet that Scott and Rick own the name Steiner. I know Scott's still working. Yeah, and he and he uses Steiner. And Rick, they do appearances as Rick and Scott Steiner. So they must own it. And they, you know, they everybody knows that the trick Steiner's kid, my God. Look right, I'm at looking him. at him right now. It looks just <laughs> fucking, yeah. Look at him. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, I know who that is. Like, it's you You don't have to. He can wrestle under whatever the fuck they want to put him as. People are still going to go, that's Rick. He's a Steiner, you know? <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I mean, but yeah, like you said, the only thing that, that I you can think of is they're not going to give that fucking name up. So, eh. Well, tomorrow or today, where it depends on when you're listening to this, um, AW Dynamite Grand Slam taking place in Arthur Ashe Arena in Queens, New York. Um, I, they're expecting over twenty thousand for this. Did you did you see uh, CM Punk's tweet where they said uh, how many uh, there? They open and he said ninety three thousand one hundred seventy three. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he he turned a lot of his comments off, but I'm sure that's all of his <laughs> tweets have no comments. Do what? All of his tw- he he got smart on none of his tweets you can comment on. Yeah, he turned that shit off. Well, let's get into the card real quick. CM Punk live interview, forty eight hours for his first TV match in over seven years. He'll be taking out on Powerhouse Hobbs at Rampage. Um. Yeah, I'm still, like, just, you know, fanboy here. You know, I'm just happy he's on the fucking TV working. So, this is cool to see him. Uh, MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Feels like this is kind of coming out of nowhere. 
a little bit. I think this is just a way to get MJF a win after just tapping out to Jericho and have it done in dominant fashion. And Pillman got to have a little Moxley rub down in uh, Dynamite in Cincinnati. Definitely do the hometown thing. But yeah, MJF's definitely getting the dub here. Yeah, and he hardly wrestles on TV. So he's he's not dropping the mat. You know, he's not losing here. So <laughs> next up we have uh, FTR with Tully taking on Sting and Darby Allen. This is fun. I look for FTR to win. I look for some um, shenanigans from Tully. Yeah, you have to have some shenanigans from Tully. And <laughs> I, lo- I look forward to getting that yes. text tomorrow night that says, Tully's fucking man. He's a genius. He's a fucking <laughs> genius, dude. He's, I mean, that, how could he be gone from wrestling for, what, 20 years? And this dude just comes back and, like, he never fucking left. Like, that's, that's all he knows. Some dudes are just good at what they do, dude. Uh, next up, we have Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Obviously, Cody with a big comeback after taking some time off after Malachi basically squashed him. Uh, this is a tough one for me to call. I want to go Malachi. I don't think you can cut him off yet. I'm with you. I You have to go with uh, Malachi Black. And I think we talked about this before. I see Cody, or maybe it was Ty that I discussed this with, but uh, I think Cody is going to start phasing himself backstage. So he's going to... He's going to do the occasional match and yada, yada, but he's not going to do the Triple H like, I'm I'm going to crush this guy. He's going to put this guy over. And, yeah, he's going to get some wins here and there to keep keep beating him relevant, but I think he's going to start phasing himself backstage. He's got a kid now, you know. And and to quote Eric Brown, he, he tells the best fucking stories in in wrestling well i think kenny omega tells the best stories right now okay but at the time i was watching van hammer oh my what, God. what a what a machine he was <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching fall brawl 95 i just wonder why i'm bringing up van hammer um where were we where were we at you were discussing Oh, the best storytelling wrestling. Yeah, so the double or nothing match with Dustin obviously was one of my favorite matches ever. I love that match so much. But right now, I don't, I mean, as far as AEW goes, I don't think anyone's going as good as Kenny Omega right now in the elite and just in general. So excited for what, I mean, the future is so fucking bright. Well, Uh, you're about about to see one uh, tomorrow. We're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get to it. Next up, we have Brit, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, I'm sorry, with Rebel, uh, defending the AEW Women's World Championship versus Ruby Soho. Um, Brooke ain't dropping that. Or Britt, Britt ain't dropping that yet. It's going to be a good match, though. It's going to be fun. Machine ain't dropping that. That promo they had at Dynamite was, I don't, did you see it? Uh-oh. Money. So, first off, Britt Baker welcomed uh, Ruby Soho to some TV time. Yep. <laughs> Let her know what that was actually like, and that Ruby Soho told her that uh, told Britt Baker that she was just like every other broad that she wrestled with, uh, arrogant, entitled, and sleeping with some dude in the back. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah. 
they're out there. They're out, yeah, they're out there throwing some haymakers, which I loved. It was great. And I think we're going to see what Ruby Soho can do with, with the chains off over. I think that's awesome. Then the main event, something we've, I know we've talked about on here is a dream match. And we're actually getting it is uh, the AEW world champion, Kenny Omega with Don Callis. This is not for the championship. Mm-hmm. Versus Brian Danielson. This is, I think it's going to be about a 20, 25 minute clinic. And I see uh, Brian Danielson going over. And I see them setting something up eventually down the road. So this this show tomorrow is two hours, correct? Yes. 45 minutes minimum. You think? I'm t- 45 minutes minimum. There's four other matches on the card. Yep, there is. MJF can, MJF can be a squash. Cody Rose and Malachi Black. That could be quick, depending on time. I think FTR and Sting and Darby are going to. They're going to get fifteen twenty. They're going. They're going to get as much out of Sting as they can. Yep. That's not a knock. That's just no, it no. Is what it is. It is what, and he can give them a lot. <clears throat> and I think. Yeah, you might be right, dude. They might be getting at least a half hour. I, I think forty five minutes minimum. Because CM Punk's promo is going to be fifteen or twenty. You think that long? Yeah, uh, he might get ten. Okay, but then you got your commercials. I'm telling you, the last forty-five. They they're going forty-five, and it might end. It might be a forty-five minute time limit draw, leading up wow. to leading up to a, a match for, the, for the title. I wouldn't mind seeing a draw. If you could see this man's face right now. He's like, yeah. I would not mind one bit. See, I know a lot of people would, they don't understand the draws or don't like them or whatever, or don't understand them. I said it right the first time. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, man, when it's done right. And they Brian, had Dan- Brian Danielson fucking knows the draw. He and Kenny Omega does too. So those two dudes right there, Tony Cody Rhodes, whoever's fucking booking, might go. You're going Broadway, fucking get there how you get there. You're doing TV time. You're getting TV time. Get there how you get there. And that's Mm. trusting your talent. That's old school. Some of you youngsters might not know what we're talking about there. This is the same company that made made Darby Allen with a draw. Right, with Cody. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, well, he can go with Cody. That's what it was. I think that there's going to be people. There's people in both camps. This guy's best in the world. This guy's best in the world. Da, 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 da. The, the, the BITW thing gets thrown around a lot, right? I am. I'm very excited to be a wrestling fan right now to watch this match. This, if we get a 45 minute draw, he's geeked. I, I wish you guys could see his face. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, even a law at some point losses can get you over. Yeah. If done if done right, and given your interviews correctly, it can be done right, a la fucking old school wildfire Tommy Rich. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out Tommy Rich. Shout out Tommy Rich. <laughs> uh, next up, we're gonna do a little, just a little light legwork segment. Okay. 
Just because I got, a, I basically got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. Uh, go to uh, doingthefavor.com, hashtag legwork. Let us know what you're finding. You can buy, sell, trade there. Most have articles and such. Use hashtag legwork on the twitter.com app. Let us know what you're seeing out in the streets. I will go first. Uh, went to Meyer after the Buckeyes lost. Yes, the Buckeyes lost, I know. Some are dancing, <laughs> some are surprised. That's a whole. If we have a sports show, that'll be a whole other fucking conversation right there. But I wanted to cheer myself up a little bit. Said, "Fuck, I'm gonna go to Meyer. I'm gonna overpay for some cards. I'm gonna rip something." I'm the only one back there. And a lot of times at Meyer, they don't have somebody working electronics. So you gotta wait, right? So I'm standing there waiting, waiting, waiting. And then some dude, some um, how do I describe his physique? He was husky-esque. He was shaped like a mushroom with a head. He had the muffin top going on up top. Uh, the, the shoes that were, uh, basically he was walking on the side of his shoes. The, the, all the weight, that's just because his legs bowed out because that's how he had to stand to support that. that the, the, the top girth. half, the, the girth. girth. Shirt was tucked in, struggling, fighting for his life. See, I look, I look for, and you sent me a picture of this young man. And you know, when I'm looking for a relationship, the the faith he had in that shirt is the <laughs> faith I fucking carried trying to find one of these nice women. Uh, cargo shorts, folks. If you're wearing cargo shorts, don't. He said, yeah. This man said, "Don't." That's a- <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing do not do not fucking come at me with cargo shorts and team jordans because i will fucking roast you on the spot no. <laughs> so anyway this guy uh, just walks in front of me and proceeds to basically lay on the counter with all of his weight so a worker eventually came by and that's when i found out that meyer has no limits Oh. And he was doing the whole thing where he was uh, taking his time, pricing everything out on his phone, see what he wants, and taking forever. So I eventually just walked past him. I said, I, I look, he kind of gave me a look. I said, well, you obviously fucking cut me. So I wouldn't even fucking say anything. And I got two Topps Chrome Blasters and a uh, Prestige Hanger. Just because. Didn't pull anything. It was fun to rip. I pulled a couple things. Nothing crazy. But the fact that like that whole experience was like, I mean, I stood there behind this guy for ten minutes. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. And I just walked right up to him. And the worker saw what he was doing. It was cool to me or whatever. But yeah, man, don't be a fucking retail asshole. If, if, if you're gonna go there, at least be a couth person. Don't cut line. Know what you want. Do things quickly, precisely, and move on. You know what I mean? So if you're that lazy that you don't know how much things are worth on the internet when you got to buy them, you shouldn't be buying and reselling cards. I'm not even getting out of anyone about the resale thing. Do what you do, homie. Whatever. But. Okay. But yeah, it's to me, that's that was just a shitty experience. So, But on the bright side, Target got cards again. Just one target around here. I went to a couple other ones. Just one. They didn't get anything crazy. We got some top series two hangers, some score football, some um, uh, gypsy queen baseball packs, a bunch of hockey. So nothing crazy. As far as figures go, I have not seen 
anything really new. I did see, I've seen some AEW Series 6. I've seen some Series 5. I have not seen the unmatched set at all because I want to get that Britt Baker, obviously. Um, there's a lot of figure news we'll talk about with AEW in the future when we get more news on it. We don't want to be the, like we have in the past review, every single iteration of drawing, prototype, figure, in hand. You know, at some point, like, well, you guys don't need me to review a figure seven fucking times, so I'm not going to. But we will get to that stuff eventually for those wondering. Uh, right now, it's just kind of putting my energy and focus into cards right now, you know? As far as figures go, there's not a lot that I want right now other than some AEW stuff that's basically the unmatched stuff and stuff that they are releasing in the future. You know, the CM Punks, the Stings, stuff like that where we're getting in the future. Those are must-haves for me. But, yeah, other than that, I was, went to the card shop today, got Barry some top loaders. I'm going to send out to her. Yes, he did. Super stoked. Homie at the card shop definitely got the hookup on some top loaders for me. Throws me free cards. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, just you know, some more um some more Browns rookies, some Demetri Felton, some Nick Chubbs. I got an AJ Hawk rookie. Shout out AJ Hawk, the Pat McAfee show. You gotta take a drink of wine. Excuse me. I got a little, little bug here, Barry. A little parch. <clears throat> but yeah, that's it for still doing a lot of work on the house right now. So <laughs> obviously a lot of time and money is obviously going to that too. So but that's all I got for legwork. Nothing crazy. Um, I did win, win a shirt from Bad Money Slim. Okay. BadMoneySlim.com. Join the vision. Uh, Jose is big involved over there as well from, from Wisconsin. So I do have that coming. I did get my CM Punk shirt from AEW. I did get my CM Punk shirt from What a Maneuver. So I'm all set on that front. I'm also going to buy a couple more shirts from the PHPW.com shop to, to support some of our friends. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get that vicious and delicious. I gotta get know? that cleaner. Take no else. That's the one. <laughs> that is, that's but the thing is with that, shirt. I, I, I want to talk to the higher ups because there's only two colors, there's two colorways. There's the black with the yellow lettering. Yeah. Or there's the blue with the yellow lettering. What two teams do I hate more than any teams else in the world? Oh, yeah. Okay. Steelers and that team up north. Michigan, yeah. I don't know that name. It's that team up north. But yeah, so other than that, yeah, it's ripping cards, selling cards, trading cards. That's that's kind of what I've been doing, man. Prism got a Prism black mega box the other day. That was okay. pretty cool. Prism, obviously, I know Sam Finley's gonna. I, I'm just gonna say it for you, Sam. Unlicensed trash. I know, I know, but still cool cards. He gets fucking all worked up about unlicensed stuff. Like, like Sam, we get it. You're a millionaire. All that bullshit. Pays, but, pays, pays $180 a week to get his grass, his yard done. On, $180 a week? On the estate down there in South Carolina. Yeah, well, he's got a team of people. Palatial Palace is what he calls it. Yeah, Palatial Palace. Season tickets <laughs> to 50 for all the Clemson games. Him and Dabo. I hear they do fucking brunch. Well, I, bet that's a, I bet that's a hell of a time. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what I hear. You know, oh, I love Sam. He's the motherfuckers, man. I love that dude. They do fucking, uh, they do brunch and shit down there. Have little fucking charcuterie, fucking. Uh, okay. You know why I said that? It's because I was at Walmart earlier, and they have prepackaged charcuterie. What the meats. fuck does a prepackaged 
Walmart security board look like? I was I, I was this close to taking a fucking picture and sending it to you, uh-huh. and being like, "Is this the shit you're trying to fucking serve?" And I don't need some fucking poverty charcuterie board for Walmart. <laughs> the fucking pours in there, you know. I was just in there looking for fucking uh, the mini no bake cookies, you know. Was a no mini no bake cookie. They're fucking delicious. I don't know if you've ever had them, but they are. Um, my leg work, man. I I went to Walmart waiting on cards, and. Uh, my card guy was late, about an hour, over an hour. You were pissed. I was not happy because I fucking literally beat everybody there but one guy. And by the time he got there, I had other shit to get. There's fucking two other guys there. So now I'm like fourth in fucking line. And I took my extra person to work. So... You know, I got a select hanger. There was a plethora of select hangers and some Don Ross football. Um, I went back on Monday and they had four hangers left. I couldn't fucking believe it. Wow. So I go up. I'm like, can I get, you know, can your boy get uh, all those? Because now it's Friday, you know, it's Monday. The limits should be off. No, I can only give you one. You know, I was like, fuck. And I end up getting this. Yeah. And I end up getting the same hanger box that I'd already gotten, which had a, you know, a Steph fucking shimmer, a fucking Luca shimmer, uh, like nice fucking shimmers. So I wasn't bitching. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, pulled a Lamello select, uh, some other nice uh, LeBron uh, blue number uh, numbers. Uh, it's like nice fucking card. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, uh, I may let me tomorrow hit me up if you're looking for the Britt Baker. Uh, might be able to score that for you. Yeah, that'd be sweet. So uh, because there is one there. I just ain't really had fucking time. <laughs> but, yeah, nothing that's still like Lucha. So all that is still there, all that whole line. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing nothing else. I mean, I'd love to get the Warlord, you know, that Warlord Collector's Edition. And nobody fucking wants to. Wants nobody to wants it. to come off of it? Yeah, they don't want to give it to me. Lily bug, Lily bug. Hi, Lily yeah, bug. Lily bug's on the show. Wave, wave the husky. Hi, Lily bug. She can't, she can't hear you. Oh, well, talk to her anyway. She loves me. <laughs> Say hi, husky. She's not going to talk to me. This husky on my shirt. <laughs> yep, she's pointing to the shirt. <laughs> Here goes mama. No, yeah, see, we we have that's... we have <laughs> we have run-ins husky. <laughs> yeah she's seen it yeah we we have run-ins on the show so you know and that's my favorite run-in so that's i don't mind that well it's funny because when i wear the shirt i was in uh we went to uh john eagle the other day we still go to john eagle after i pick her up from daycare sometimes and the whole time in the store i 
she's yelling husky 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 i can't figure out why i can't figure out why she's yelling husky like what the like i know we're in the chip aisle but <laughs> i mean what's going on here <laughs> and then i realized i had the husky heartthrob shirt on with your face with your big mug on it and keep pointing at it but yeah funny she loves her uncle husky though hey and it's reciprocated do you have anything else for legwork no, nah, man, that's it. Just, like I said, cards, and I, I checked the figure aisles. I even checked the the 1 in 64 NASCAR still for Ethan, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, they're just all over now. I don't even know what the fuck's what, but I still look for him, so. Well, let's go to uh, Shop AEW. Let's look at some new arrivals. Obviously, this is two weeks' worth. We're not going to go through everything because this is sam's favorite segment Sam's this episode is dedicated this is the sam family um shop aew segment okay jobbing with josh jobbing with josh has lost too much weight he cannot wear these clothes so now sam has yeah he looks too good to be wearing wrestling clothes now doesn't he listen i'd be i'd be rick flaring it if i was him with that physique not not that's we can't make jokes like that. That's not we can't say everything. <laughs> we can't say everything we said in the front end of the show and take and white night it and then make some fucking horribly tasted joke at the end. It was not I didn't mean it like I was gonna fucking yeah, you know, I just meant, you know, naked. No. Uh Cody Rhodes backdraft shirt, just again another take on the uh his logo that he has. Haters are gonna hate Jamie Hater. My God, does this poor girl have dudes in her late thirties and early forties simping over her on the internet? I feel bad for her. Good lord! Like I, I understand. Like she looks good. She posts pictures. Da, da, da. I, you know, I get that. But it sucks that she has these just like neck beard mouth breathers. Fucking all up in the comments. Um, the elite is complete. Obviously, very. It's kind of an old school feel too. The elite logo shirt. I like that. Uh, Moxley, a cyclone. D and D. Britt Baker, the rally towel. It looks like garbage. This is a joke about the terrible towel for all you guys. The American Dragon is back. All Elite Bay Bay. Love the Ruby Soho shirt with her jacket with the spray paint on the back. I think that looks dope. Uh, the Christian Cage shirt I think looks good as well. He had Tice to go along with that. Uh, and new. I like the I like shirts like that. They don't age well, but, you know, it kind of signifies a time. I redeemed these nuts. Eddie Kingston. All Out 2021, one of the most memorable pay-per-views in wrestling history. Uh, 2.0, get a taste. By the way, love 2.0. I think they're great. Uh, Malachi Black, House of Black members, double-sided. I like that. I like that, too. Uh, the Punk, Darby Allen, Sting front only about their match at All Out. Basically a match shirt. Same way with MJF and Jericho. Uh, All Out title matches, front only. Um, National Pediatric Cancer Foundation, AEW, No One Fights Alone, Charity T. I like the Chris Statlander Encounter T. Yeah, that's cool. Also like the Kenny Omega Pink T. You're the kind of guy who can pull off pink, which I am. I'm not. I can stunt in some pink. I have my daughter's uh, pink hair tie in right now. I see that. Got the, old, got, the got the bun going. It's it's not a double though, so. It's 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 flipped in there. It's just not. It's, it's not, not a it's not a double there. double ponytail, you know. No, it's not a double like Tommy did. <laughs> fucking idiot! What an. Look my, at me Rachel, just fucking tying it all in at the end here. 
when Rachel watched that episode, she looks at me and she goes, you know a fucking woman edited that shit. Like, no, no, fucking leave that shit in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's staying in. <laughs> this idiot bury himself. Yeah. Uh, Death Triangle. Doesn't look like a rustling shirt for that kind of thing. Oh, it's got a little AW logo. I do like the Sting. Now they have the clothes. Now they have the tr- clothesline apparel mashups here. You have Sting, Malachi Black, Thunder Rosa, Sammy Guevara, and Dante Martin. Dante Martin, bro. Yeah, uh, Sons of a Gun. Vars- I like the Varsity Blonde shirt. That's old school, little retro. Got a little Saved by the Bell feel to it. So the next shirt's got a little retro feel to it as well. MJF three, Joe Blow Zero. Going back to the uh, Ralphus days. Yeah. With Goldberg. And Fuego Del Sol, all elites. Uh, Varsity Blonde stands out to me. Sting stands out to me. I like the Chris Statlander and the Kenny Omega shirts as well. And Daniel Bryan's first shirt's pretty pretty rad too. Yeah, I like the American Dragon is back. Um. I like the Malachi Black, mm, the Statlander shirt, even the Death Triangle shirt's kind of is pretty uh, wicked looking. So yeah, I ain't mad at that. Next, we're gonna do the uh, top sellers at shopaw.com. At number ten, we have the CM Punk Best in the World sticker. At number nine, we have the Elite. The Elite is complete shirt. Number eight. Malachi Black, House of Black. Number seven, Eddie Kingston, Redeem These Nuts. Eddie Kingston, the top ten. I wonder who's going to be one. <laughs> Number six, AEW Logo Zip Hoodie. Number five, AEW Logo T-Shirt, still going strong. Number four, the Kenny Omega Directive Shirt. That's the pink shirt we referred to earlier, the new arrivals. Number three, American Dragon is back, Brian Danielson. Number two, Adam Cole, All Elite Bay Bay. And the number one selling shirt last week on shopaw.com, of course, CM Punk, best in the world, regular style tee. Which I don't believe they do the ringer tees anymore. Yeah, they sold out of them. I think, what did they say? They only had like 8,000 of them or something. I, and I got one. You know where to go with that? On my back. eBay. Fucking $200. Are they really? I don't know. I'm just fucking with right. watching everything. I got it hanging up. It's all good. These motherfuckers uh, don't care. That's more up, money. We have WWE Shop. Let's go to some of the new arrivals. We have some pre-orders to start with. Alexa Bliss, Trick or Treat Lily. We also have Brock Lesnar, the Beast Skull. Terry Reynolds said he has the smallest red penis of all time. My gosh. She did. Poor Brock. That's because he's fucking been roiding for 30 years. I'm not here to talk about the why. Just saying. Uh, Big E wins the WWE Championship. Commemorative plaque. Love that move by WWE, by the way. I know we didn't talk about that earlier. It's a very AEW heavy, Dark Side of the Ring heavy episode. Kind of got lost in the shuffle there. But, yeah, I love Big E as a a champion, and I think that's great. And hopefully uh, they let him fully run with the ball instead of just making like a publicity move here. Which Next they would up, never do. They would never. Uh, Roman Reigns, pop vinyl figure. This is the wreck everyone and leave, the newer version with the uh, WWE Championship. They have Alexa Bliss, Lily, Jack in the Box toy, Charlotte Flair, Charlie Plush doll. 
Which they just gave Alexa Bliss fucking his gimmick, didn't they? Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, no creativity at all. Uh, next up, Finn Balor, Demon Heart, authentic t-shirt. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor, Demon Crossing, kind of take on the Beatles right there. Dexter Williams, Indy Hartwell, Dex and Indy. I'm not real up on NXT this day, but I know they're having a bit of a uh, like a love thing, wedding gimmick thing going on. They also have that in a poster. Carrying Cross and Scarlet, Fallen Prey, Mineral Wash shirts. I don't like Mineral Wash shirts at all. I do like this next shirt, the Walter Chop t-shirt mm-hmm. with Walter's handprint. I think that's pretty dope. And of course, they do the great, all the good Connors Cure stuff, which is great. Uh, King Nakamura and Rick Boobs, Strong Style. The Bloodline shirts, I think, are incredible. Yeah, I like those. I think they're really, really good. The man's back in town. They just don't make original Becky Lynch shirts at all. Uh, Zelina Vega, I'm the moment. Goldberg, I'm next. Good Lord, that's so sad. The Mysterios, I like that shirt. I like New Day Rocks. Then you got some hats. Yeah, I like it a lot. That's where we're going to end that segment at. Uh, What stands out to you? Anything? Uh, Not really. (laughs) You know, not really nothing. Like the Bloodline shirts. The design, I think those are cool. I like the Walter shirt as well. But hey, that's all we got. That's it. I'm that's out. all. That's all you're giving them. That's all, that's all I'm giving them this week. That's all, well, I me, that's all I got. Well, I I listened to you. Might even uh, have heard of him, uh, Scott over at Fully Posable. He runs that show over there. One of the he's like the CEO guy. Nothing. Jeff. Uh, Jeff's not involved at all. He, Jeff has a real strong grip to the coattail of Scott because he's riding that motherfucker. He's like, <laughs> carry me, carry me. Uh, no, um, but they were talking about they had listened to our uh, wrestling show, and um, that they Jeff could hear the love in our voices for wrestling. Yeah, he, I got, said, he, he said you that's can on hear. The docker for, that's on the docker for tomorrow. I I like my. I love Jeff and Scott so much that sometimes like I don't want to sound like Jeff when I talk when I record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I agree with him so much. No, you don't. You don't. You don't agree with Jeff. Jeff, no. like I love that. That's like a brother to me, man. I love that dude. But thank you guys for shouting us out on the show. Thank you. I'm glad that came through. That is a very very real thing right now. Um. All the stuff that's happened in the last month or so in AEW has really like sparked my interest. I know a lot of other people's as well. This is what I've been seeing online, and I'm I'm glad it came through, man. That's that's one of the reasons we do this podcast is to kind of put ourselves out there like that. That's that's dope. Yeah, and like I said, I I caught up a little bit too. I'm and I'm just doing little shout outs right here um, to mix in with our closing. Uh, I listened to uh, Tales from the Estate. I was getting caught up on that. Uh, with Drew and Caitlin, and you know they shouted out Kenley uh, for you know her 4-H stuff, her her cattle stuff. Uh, so I appreciate that. That's that was very cool of you guys to do. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Love you guys. Uh, awesome show over there. That tells from the estate. Uh, Breaker and Bane. Um, Bane got his package. He got the Orange Cassidy. He got the Manny Fernandez autograph card. He got the Mark Merrill autograph card. He got a couple uh, WWF Tops 87 cards. Uh, even sent him a bison stick. 
because he is fucking lean. Have you seen him? Yeah, he lost. Yeah. He's out here strapping up fucking titles and shit now. Mm-hmm. Like this dude's fucking after it. Now, if you know, listen, if Breaker ever gets into shape, you know, he it could be possibly a tag team force down there in Oklahoma. Look out. Yeah, but I don't know if Breaker uh, wants to get back in the ring. Because if he does, he's obligated to face Bill Benus. And he don't want that fucking smoke. You know, he just don't want that smoke. Uh, But no, uh, Breaker and Bane Power Hour, you know it's fake right. Uh, Scott even does uh, drunk wrestling history. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah so that's probably Scott's best show. Scott too <laughs> is is that one where he's you know without Jeff. <laughs> no, I love Jeff. People actually think I fucking hate Jeff, and I'm like, no, we actually are cool. They they never know. I'm always shocked by like something I'll say like just off the cuff, like joking. Then like the next day, like I'm getting asked about it. I'm like, what? That's <laughs> like I say that like. No, I didn't mean that. Like, no, it's just fucking hell. It's an entertainment show. Yeah, because people believe that shit. And I'm like, no, like, I actually, uh, me and Jeff are cool. We get along. It's it's just fun to fuck with each other. Um, But you mentioned him earlier. He's got his own shirt and shit now. Mike the Cleaner. Taking no else. Um, um, Sam Finley. Fucking uh, Sammy Evans. This man... Make sure I'm good every day. And that's, and that's another thing we were just talking about is where you're trying to hide shit and damn you. Sammy is like there. He fucking checks on you. Make sure you're good. Uh, so shout out to Sammy Dobro, Travis Fowler. Um, hell, who else wants to? Uh, Jose, like you mentioned. Uh, Chris Rucker's looking for someone to commentate matches because his his matches were all racial back then. I don't know <laughs> if you knew that. So he, he needs a white guy like myself to to, to mention his moveset. You know, I, I, I would do that for Chris. I like Chris. He's a good dude. Uh, white Marty is out in these streets. Uh, yeah. You know, Eric, do your shout-outs. You covered a lot right there. I I know we talked about the Power Hour earlier of Breaker and Bane, but that is one of my favorite shows. Like, I just, I, I know I wax poetic about it all the time, and I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not being, they don't pay us to say this, nothing like that. Legit, one of my favorite shows, the dynamic they have. And to hear Breaker, his take on wrestling is so, like, on today's world of wrestling, is so, like, centered. And he looks at it as like from a healthy point of view because he was actually in the business. I think is like, I feel like his words carry a little more weight with carry a lot more weight with me. And that's you know, I just I, I love that show so much. I, great job, you guys. It's and keep it up. I appreciate all of it. The the WCW tournament, it's 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 amazing. Uh, Justin Summers over at Wrestling Cheers. I see him fighting battles on TikTok every day. He called out uh, what's it, Dustin. That's a kid's name, Dustin. Well, then turned he turned the comments off. So, well, because the Dustin kid uh, lives in the comment section. So oh. he said 
he said, you got to come on the show. Let's do a podcast and talk shit out. And which I thought was a gangster move. Like, motherfucker, if you want to reply, if you want to reply, you come on the show. Yeah, shit to say, I'll give you a platform. I've been there. I understand that. (laughs) And he is. I guess this kid's a WWE mark. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get all into the beef. You know, I just they weren't, saw talking, the about, they weren't talking about parking, were they? <laughs> no, no, they weren't talking about parking. They were talking about wrestling. I know he's passionate about parking. We should have him on for a parking segment just once, oh and we could relive my famous segment where my power goes out. <laughs> and he ends up off the line. <laughs> no, I love uh, I love Justin, but yeah, man, I I don't know. I had fun tonight. Coming back, fucking. I'm not doing my shout outs yet. No, I'm I'm not cutting you off. I'm just saying I had fun tonight. Like this is this is fun. Talk shit about everybody. All the Ohio players, love you all. Carmen Ohio cards at Cornell cards. Deontay, uh, Drew Vensel taking everybody's money. And FanDuel, Deontay won last week. Drew Rents has been in the money twice. I have two spots open in the FanDuel. I will say that it's a 15-person league. We have to have 12 lineups for it to pay out. I We have a max of 20 members. So I went through, and so I'm probably going to make people mad. If you haven't set a lineup this year, I, I kicked you out of the league. As you should have. I'm looking for people that will set the lineups. And shout out to uh, Tara's daughter, too. Today's her birthday, so shout out to, to shout out to that young lady. She's fourteen, Kaylee. You know, and she's she's awesome. And to close the show, yes, there's my girl, there's Lilybug. With that said, we gotta take Lilybug to close the show. Tell him, Lilybug. You can follow me and Lily on Twitter. At Eric Brown 740. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. Uh, go to the website, doingthefavor.com. Legwork segments, buy, sell, train, articles, all that good shit. Use the hashtag Legwork on Twitter. Let us know what you're seeing out in the streets. We will be coming out with an NFL episode sometime within the next couple days. I don't think we're going to get that recorded tonight, but <laughs> we will get it recorded. Barry, do your thing. Absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28. Eric, you already dropped the credentials. So with that, good night and God bless. Yeah. Peace. It goes one, two, three into the four. Eric, I bury you up with ETF and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the years to beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time. Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind. Just a few more days until we're back live. Will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We fall so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah Doing the favor 
doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.